Hey, my name is Parker Manuel, pastor of Pinewood Church in Boulder, Colorado, where our mission is to meet people where they are and point them to Jesus. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey, everybody. My name is Parker, and I'm the pastor of Pinewood Church. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. No matter where you are watching today, we are so glad that you're here, so grateful that you would take a pause in your day to spend time with us. Pinewood Church is physically located in Boulder, Colorado, but I know that so many of you are watching from all around the world. And no matter where you're watching, I just want you to know that you are every much a part of this family as anyone else. Our mission statement at Pinewood Church is to meet people where they are and to point them to Jesus. And I'm so glad that today we get to meet you wherever you are. We are in a very unique and difficult time uh, in history right now. And I know that so many of you have been so drastically affected uh, by what is going on. And uh, many of you are my friends. I've, I've had phone calls all week with good friends of mine that have been uh, drastically affected uh, by COVID-19. And some of you may be watching this, and for you, the effects on your life have been very minimal, uh, which is a, a blessing. I, I mean, I'm excited about that for you. I actually just talked to one of our church members today who said the effects on my life have really been minimal, uh, which is why I want to take this opportunity to really love and serve those around me well. Uh, but I think I can speak for all of us when I say that the last week has been tough. I know it's been tough for me. We're learning a new rhythm in our home, a new way to work with our five children around us, new challenges to overcome, and, um, and in many ways, it's, it's, it's been really tough, But which is why I believe that I have a message for you today, a word that's going to encourage you. I, I don't believe that you're here by accident. I believe that God has a word for you today. And the, the word that we're going to look at today is found in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. Matthew chapter 14, and we're going to be studying for just a few minutes here, verses 22 through verses 33. And this is the story of Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, walking on water. How cool is that? Let's read this together. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and Um, Pull your Bibles out right now. Follow along with us as we study this text. Or you can also download the YouVersion app and follow along there as well. Let's read this together. It says this. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After dismissing the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Well into the night, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from the land battered by the waves because the wind was against them. Jesus came toward them walking on the sea very early in the morning. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them, have courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter answered him, command me to come on the water. He said, come. Climbing out of the boat, Peter started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, 
Why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him and said, Truly, you are the Son of God. The statement that I feel like God gave me, and really what I wanted to make it the theme for the entire message, is I choose faith. Would you say that out loud with me? I choose faith. Go ahead uh, right now. If, if there are people around you, look to your neighbor and tell them, I choose faith. Now, if you're watching this and you're alone in your car or on a treadmill airplane somewhere, you know, just, just say it to yourself. That's okay. You don't have to look to your neighbor. But I choose faith. And I want to encourage you today to take a step of faith. Let's look at this part in verse 29 of the text where he said, Come, and climbing out of the boat, Peter started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. I believe that faith is your first step. So here we have Peter. He sees Jesus early in the morning walking on water. And here we see Peter, one of the only disciples that actually gets out of the boat, by the way. He takes a first step of faith. Now, I want to tell you right now, he was not putting his faith in the water because we just saw that the wind was crazy that night and the waves. And let's be honest, does water typically hold you up when you walk on it? No. He wasn't putting his faith in the water. He was putting his faith in the power and the character and nature of who Jesus is. Peter was a little bit of a wild man. If you've ever studied the life of Peter in scriptures, uh, I like to think of Peter as the ultimate hype man. He was a little bit radical at times. Uh, Can any of my people out there connect with or uh, say, you know, that's me. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit like that as well. But that was Peter. He was radical. And what I love about Peter is that he was radical in a lot of areas of his life, but he was also radical in his faith. And he took a first step of faith. Now, logic in this instance, if you're Peter, would say, don't step out on the water. You're going to drown. But what I love about Peter in this first step is, is that he didn't put his dependence on the water or his trust on the water. He put it in God. Logic tells us to not do a lot of things in, in this life that faith tells us, no, you can trust me. For example, generosity is one of those things. Oftentimes, uh, my wife and I have been challenged to be above and beyond generous in some things where, honestly, if we looked at our finances, we were like, this is, I don't know if we can do this. But we follow, we put our trust, our dependence, our faith in God, and God has always provided for us above and beyond. Uh, I love, even in these times that we're in right now, uh, I called a friend of mine who owns a business in town who I know is potentially having some difficult times and I just wanted to check on him. And his immediate response to me saying, hey man, how you doing? Is there anything that we can do for you? His immediate response was, you know, we're going to be okay. Can I bring you food? Can we bless you? And man, that just, that really inspired me. This is is a man of faith right here who even though he could go into, you know, I need to protect, I need to keep everything that's mine. He's like, no, God called us to be generous and and I want to be generous and I want to love and I want to serve you. You see that faith doesn't ignore logic. It doesn't ignore reason. Faith rises above. Faith takes it to another level. Faith believes that there's more in store. 
we also, in instances when I think of Peter, we get to follow our uh, feelings or our faith. You see, I believe that our feelings, which we see in the story when he got afraid, he began to sink. I think our feelings cause us to be unstable sometimes. But our faith is a firm foundation. I had a phone call with a friend this week. In the morning, he asked me how I was doing, and I was doing great. But then later on that day, he asked me how I was doing. It was not going well, and it was, it was, it was a rough day. You see, my feelings can fluctuate minute by minute, and so I can't put all of my faith and dependence on how I feel in that moment. Uh, I need something more. I need a faith that I can stand firm on. You see, this week I had some of these thoughts. My feelings said, I'm not enough. But faith said, he gives me everything that I need. My feelings said, I'm afraid. But my faith said, he's my strength when I'm weak. My feelings this week said, I'm alone. But faith says, you're never alone. I'm always with you. My feelings oftentimes this week said, I'm really frustrated. But my faith says, no, I've, I've come to give you strength. I've come to give you peace. And I've come to give you purpose. I can't even tell you how many times this week I had to say out loud to myself, no, in this moment, I choose faith. Faith on who God is, faith on how much God loves me, and faith on his plans for the future. And our faith is in Christ alone. Would you say it again out loud? I choose faith. When faith is your foundation, then the best is always yet to come. I want to say that again. When faith is your foundation, despite whatever is happening around you, whatever your circumstances are, when faith is your foundation, the best is always yet to come. So I believe that faith is your first step. I also believe that faith is your next step. So here we see Peter get, takes a first step of faith and gets out of the water. He's doing good. He takes another step to Jesus, another step. He takes another next step. But then there was a step that he took that didn't go so well. And I want to examine for just a second what happened in that step. It says, but when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him and said to him, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? What does it say when he saw the strength of the wind? I want to encourage somebody. I want to challenge somebody. I want to tell somebody today, stop looking at the wind. Stop looking at the waves and fix your focus on the one who created the wind, who created the waves. Fix your focus on the one who is in control of all things. Fix your focus on Jesus. It was only whenever he got distracted became afraid, he began to sink. And if today you feel like, man, I've, I've done that. I'm sinking right now. I want to tell you, just because you're sinking, it does not mean that you're drowning. God has not left you. God is there with you. You see, even in this story, when he began to sink, Jesus reached out and he grabbed him. And he said, you have little faith. I'm right here. I want to encourage somebody today, just because you feel like you're sinking, it does not mean that you're drowning. God is with you. You're not alone. We're with you. So fix your focus. Oftentimes, I believe that we fix our focus on what we can't control instead of the one who's in control. 
I want to say that again. We fix our focus on what we can't control, the circumstances around us. Doesn't mean we don't be responsible and uh, do what the officials and what everyone says that would be best for the situation. But it means that we put our faith in who is in control. I know for me, anyways, I'm, I'm a little bit of a control freak, freak sometimes. And I can easily become overwhelmed. But when I have faith as my foundation, when I'm walking in faith, trusting in God, it gives me peace. It gives me comfort. It gives me confidence. In the situation that I'm in, it gives me purpose. So in closing, I want to give you two walking points. Two practical ways that we can live out this story and what we learn from Peter in our lives. Uh, and the first is, is that for those of you that are followers of Christ, I want to encourage you to take your next step. Uh, how can you take your next step? Well, in this season, I believe one of the ways that you can take your next step is to discipline your life. Discipline your life. Because everything is new right now. We need to go a little extra on our discipline. Discipline with our time. Discipline with how we eat. Discipline on who who we interact with, don't fall back into old habits, old ways, maybe old relationships that you intentionally walked away from. No, let's lean into our faith. Let's lean into God and let's try to make this the best season. Uh, number two, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're taking your next step of faith, I want to encourage you to fix your focus. I'll, uh, since we're all talking about Zoom calls and FaceTimes right now, I want you to envision this. Every time you get on a Zoom call or FaceTime with somebody, I want you to FaceTime God. I want you to Zoom God. Now, how can we do that? Uh, we see in Scripture, we can interact with Him in His Word. We can hear Him from His Word. And we can spend time in prayer. And prayer is a two-way conversation. We can pray to God and in prayer we can hear from God. But fix your focus don't become distracted by what's going on around you. And if you're a follower of Jesus, last thing is to join a, a faith community right now. Don't isolate. Don't recluse. But you can join our crews uh, that are all meeting online. You can join um, us here every single Sunday. Lean into the faith community that is around you and don't do it alone. You're so much stronger whenever you put other people around you that help you set disciplines in your life and that help fix your focus on God. And if you're watching this and you're not a follower of Jesus, then uh, I want to encourage you to take your first step of faith. Your first step of faith. Now, what does that mean for you in your life right now? Well, we see that Scripture says that in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, it says, For by grace you are saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing, it is a gift from God. And so I want to tell you right now that your first step is a gift from God. You don't even have to do anything to earn it. That God has this gift called grace that he wants to give you. And all you have to do is receive it. What do you do when somebody wants to give you a gift? You say, well, thank you so much. Let me go work for it. No. The scripture says that we can't earn God's favor. We can't earn God's salvation, but we can only receive it. And so I want to encourage you today to put your faith and trust in Jesus. Jesus loved you so much that he came down to this earth. He became fully man, yet fully God. And he lived a perfect life. And Jesus lived a perfect life so that he could be the perfect sacrifice, a sacrifice that 
we, did, we should have been the sacrifice, but we could have never lived up to the standard of perfection of Jesus to be the sacrifice. But Jesus went to a cross and he died to stand in the gap and to take the penalty. We see in scripture, it says that for the wages of sin is death. Like our sin leads to death. But Jesus said, no, I'm gonna stand in the gap and instead of you dying, I'm gonna take your death. And so he died and he was buried. But hallelujah, he rose from the grave on the third day and he's alive today. And it's through his death, burial, and resurrection that we can have life and life forever. That's through his death, burial, and resurrection that we can have a relationship with God. It's through, it's through his death, burial, and resurrection that we can have hope for heaven. And I wanna encourage you right now, would you say yes to Jesus today? I'm gonna to pray a prayer, and this is a prayer of salvation, but I don't believe that the prayer is what saves you. I believe that it's only your faith in Jesus, putting your trust in who God is, that saves you. But if you're here today and you say, I'm gonna make a decision to put my faith in Jesus, would you pray this prayer with me? Pray this, say, Jesus, I acknowledge that I need you. I confess that I have sinned against you. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And right now, by faith, I say Jesus is Lord. Thank you for forgiving me. By your grace, I am saved. And by your power, I am set free. If you prayed that prayer with us today, then I can tell you that I could not be any more happy for you. I could not be any happy for myself. This is, this is the greatest thing that could have ever happened. This is, this is the biggest moment of your life, and we're celebrating with you. Would you let us know if you made a decision to follow Jesus today? We want to follow up with you, and we want to hear your story, and we want to help you grow in your faith. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I want you to know that we love you, that we're here for you, and that we're praying for you. Can I pray for you now? God, thank you so much for everybody that's joining us today. We're so grateful that we can come and discover truths about your word, about how we can lean into our faith in this season. God, I pray for everybody that's watching this, Father, that needs a miracle. God, please provide that miracle over their life. I pray for anybody that is here right now that is sick, heal their body in Jesus' name we pray. God, I pray for miracles to happen in this season that we would not shrink back and isolate, but we would see a purpose in it, standing firm in faith, believing that there's something bigger that you want us to be a part of, that there's purpose. God, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more or if you'd like to join us on a Sunday, head on over to pinewoodboulder.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. And if you'd like to be notified every time we post new content, then subscribe. And remember, just keep coming back.